is Jonathan Angov here for Seconds Out. I'm joined by Sonny Edwards, holder of two of those belts over there. What do you make of it? Yeah, I mean, I enjoyed it. Um, I was, I didn't really get our first gear. I feel like it showed as well. Um, don't get me wrong, it was tough when he was there, and I had to stay switched on. But if I wanted to, I could have just jabbed the move, jabbed the move, jabbed the move, because he was fine too wide. And for my style, if you start throwing out of range, I'll edge back and I'll just hit you as you're coming back up. And that's what I did. In the seventh round, I think it was, I threw my best shot in the fight. I slipped his jab for a right hand straight across his jaw. But as you can see, my hands ballooned up and it, it did really hurt. Um, so I think you saw me shake it out a bit and then I just went on a jab and, and did what I had. No injury with that hand over there? No, um, just, it was just swollen. That only happened in, in one round and I just thought I'd protect it. Like, it's still sore now, but do you know what I mean? This is boxing, you're going to have sore hands after a fight. But um, it was hurting enough to stop me from throwing it because every time I did, I, I winced a bit. But I'm lucky that I've had, for my last fight, Gallardo, I injured my hand seven weeks out and five weeks I'd sparred all one-handed. So I know if I do one of my hands, I have got another one, I can, I can use it, do you know what I mean? So I think when I go one-handed, I, I don't get hit. I, I don't really get hit when I go on one hand. So yeah, like I said, I enjoyed it and, and everything went to plan. Now you remain unbeaten. Where does that victory rank in your career so far? Um, I feel like... People are going to start getting bored because that seemed to be the pattern of my last five fights in a row now. You know, little bits of class, elusiveness, making them miss a lot, making them miss wide, um, staying out of trouble and, and, and letting my hands go as and when. Unfortunately, I didn't get to turn the screw this fight, you know, because my hand, like I said, it hurt. So I went all on a jab in the last few rounds. But I, like I said, I want the, the big fights, you know what I mean? I want the big fights. I, I can't, you know, rock up wearing, looking like this and then just try and fight journeyman all my fights. Not, not that he was, he was very tough. But I feel like I looked a lot bigger as a flyweight than I did as, as a super fly. Um, I felt physically stronger than him, but the, the kick will whack a bit. So, you know what I mean? I didn't really give him any chance to land. But you know what you're getting with these Mexicans. They're very hard. And if you're in front of them, they punch you. It's simple. Eh? Speaking to your brother, Charlie, just a minute ago, he said you are definitely at world level at the moment. Does that mean the world championship fights are pretty pretty near at this stage? I mean, I think that's high praise. Maybe a little bit generous because um, I haven't proved myself at world level. And for me, you might be able to operate it, but until you prove it, then 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 you're not simply. Um, but then again, Charlie's mixed at world level. He's had a few world level fights, and 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 he's obviously current world champion. So <laughs> I suppose he knows as good as anyone. But I feel like I've got a lot of learning to do. Um, I was uh, what's it? I was slipping off a little bit there and um, getting caught with silly shots that against a world level puncher you're not getting away with, do you know what I mean? I was sort of jumping out the way of shots and, and he was catching me to the body. But like I said, I, I, I didn't get out of first gear so I weren't you know, completely focused. Not that I, I slipped off, but yeah, I, I, like I said, I enjoyed it and I do want to push up to world level and try and prove myself there. But until I do that, then I'm you know, international level. That's why I got all these international titles. And what did you make of the weigh-in? Obviously he gave you a little gift at the weigh-in. Bit, bit different to the usual. Well, yeah, he came with a little Mexican, like, it's like a ball in the cup, but it's not a ball in the cup. It's like a big, heavy thing that trying to land on a little stick. And then we asked him what it does after, and he, and he went, whoom, straight away. I've sat there for like half an hour today trying to do it and couldn't do it once. So I think I'll get the hang of it. But, um, yeah, I was hoping that it weren't cursed. You know, he might have put some spell on it, but he gave me a Mexican flag as well. So I think he was just in, glad to be part of it. I think he did genuinely think he was going to win, and he really, you know, I feel like he knew my hand hurt in the, in the last thing, so he really tried putting it on, but my engine is, is very good. When I want to nick a rest, I'll nick a rest. Like, there was not one time he was in trouble. Even I was tying him up, walking him back. That's just, you know, sort of get the middle of the ring and then we start again, do you know what I mean? So, yeah. 
Uh, obviously, probably early to say at the moment, but what's the plan going forward? Are you looking to have maybe one more fight before the end of the year? No, oh, definitely, definitely. I can't have my year end in September, do you know what I mean? Um, like I said, I, I've been the busiest championship Britain fighter in the last 11 months. I've had five fights, all 10, 10 round title fights, all on TV. Um, I'm looking to get another one by the end of the year, simple as. Um, I can't see there being no chance of me not getting it, you know. Frank Warren, BT, they're liking what I'm doing when I'm fighting. Um, haven't looked at the response, you know, to that fight, but it tends to be more positive than negative uh, for my last fights, and I don't feel like that was any different. I think I showed a little bit more in there as of class and making a miss by a little margin, so hopefully it looks good on TV, and hopefully I get another out in very, very soon. Sonny, congratulations on tonight, and we look forward to seeing you out soon. Cheers. Jonathan Mangus here for Seconds Out, joined as always by Dean White. How are you, Dean? I'm good, man. How are you guys doing? All good. All good. More importantly, big night for you tonight. Shaq and Pitters is the new English light heavyweight title. I'm sure, I'm sure you're delighted with that. What a hell of a fight, eh? You know, I, do you know what? I didn't know Dick was so strong. Very strong. Took a lot of punishment. Took a lot of jabs, busted up his nose. And he actually dished out a lot of punishment of his own. You know, Shaq was getting caught with some big shots, but... He ticks up a few boxes, he's got a hell of a chin, he's strong, he can do the 10 rounds, and now he's the English champion. Do we really see the emergence of Shaq and Peters tonight? I mean, you've been drumming, uh, banging the drum for him for yeah, a while for now, so this is sort of his emerging night at York Hall. This is the come out, you know, because this is, this is the first time he's done 10 rounds. This is the first time he's on BT Sport on a big card, you know what I mean, as, as this at the York Hall, first time here. So... You know, as you saw in there, he didn't show any jitters, he didn't show any nerves, he's very confident. You saw him saluting the big punches that was missing him, he's showboating. I think for me, he needed to hold the telephone a little bit more in there. But listen, he's still learning. He's got great boxing ability, he's got a hell of a chin, and he's got a hell of a career. As long as he keeps winning and boxes well, he's an English champion now, he can move on, and uh, he'll come back bigger, better and stronger. And what do you make of the atmosphere from uh, his, his fans tonight? He's really building a fan base. Listen. The fans are tuning in. Look, Dex Bowman's got a great fan base. They were, make, they were making a lot of noise. They were cheering and rooting for him. And they made a great atmosphere. Dex played his part in there, you know what I mean? He was all blooded, busted up. But he kept coming forward. He kept pressing. And, I, and listen, like I said, I can't say, you know, congratulate him enough because, oh, it's commiseration for him because he lost his belt. But, I mean, he is a tough customer. You know what I mean? The punches he hit Shaq in there today with any of the other guys, he probably would have took them out because he meant business. And um, he moved his head a lot better than I've seen him in previous fights as well, um, Spelman. So, listen, all I can say is it's a good, good win. We've got a good 10 rounds in the bank. And now he's English champion. He's got to go back, watch the tape. And I, I only can see him improving off of this. Yeah, we spoke to Josh Muatsi tonight about the light heavyweight division. It's kind of hotting up a bit. You've got Cody Davis who won tonight. You've got... Um, <laughs> we got Shaq and Peters, got Craig Richards. It's, it's starting to all boil up in the light heavyweight. The light heavyweight division in the UK is stacked to the hilt. Even on world level, it's stacked even more. Listen, there's so much mega fights here in the UK for these boys. 
they just got we've got to be smart and we've got to sieve out the right guys and go our way those guys are a lot more experienced than Shakan. they've got a vast amateur experience a lot of them but Shakan's a very very big prospect he's six foot six in tremendous shape got a great jab got great movement all he needs to do is keep winning and learning on the job and he'll be up there with the best of them soon enough and uh, Harvey Horn remained unbeaten tonight. What do you make of his performance? Yeah, he got a good win as well. I saw him in there, he looks good. That's Mark's Rodgers, eh? Doing well, another one for the, the camp, you know what I mean? Yeah, and uh, Richard Riappel, news this week. He's uh, he's uh, mandatory for the British title. That's, uh, yeah, Riappel versus Massey. What do you make of that fight? Big fight for Richard. Look, look, yet again, Richard stepping up to the plate and he's fighting. Yet again, I think he's an undefeated guy, another tough guy, a stellar amateur career. It's a good fight. Let's see when it gets when it gets made, if it's going to get made at the end of this year. Let's see, but interesting fights. Right now in the UK, we're buzzing with loads of fights, with loads of decent 50-50 matchups. And um, listen, the UK fans have got it all to see and watch, man. Enjoy a great end to the year. And uh, what can you tell us? What other fighters have you got coming along? You always have someone new. I've got a few boys, but I've got to be quiet about them. I've got to put pen to paper first, but we've got some good stuff coming, and you'll see shortly. Now, Dean White, we know you as promoter, we know you as manager, are you fighter as well? I mean, Shane Fury is out in Vegas calling your name. Is that a fight that you might be interested in? I saw that, you know what, to be honest, like I said, I like Shane, I'm, 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 you know what, I'm a man, he's a man. Obviously, he's taking up for himself, and the same as me, listen, I'm not going to back down from anyone, just like he said. At the minute, I leave the fighters to the fighters, the fighting to the fighters, and I'm going to continue managing, but one thing I won't do, is there anyone coming my face and talking his smack or messing me about? I'm not the one. You're not the one. I am not the one. Believe me. So he was respectful enough. He just said, I'm a, you know, the same. If someone chats a bit of bollocks, obviously he's not going to have it, etc. And uh, it's just that. It is what it is. You know what I mean? If he came here and he's trying to give it, I'm not going to back down. You know, that, that's it. Right now I'm concentrating on working and doing good things. And uh, that's all I can say at the minute. And I'm sure he's doing okay, just like he said. You know what I mean? He doesn't have any bones with me. I don't actually have anything with him. But there was a, my bro said something and I just backed it and went along. Just the same way, because I said something, he backed it and came along. It is what it is. You know, he's a man, I'm a man. So you've got to say it with your chest. You've got to say it with your chest. You've always backed Dillian White. Uh, what is the update on him? Is he, is he doing all right? Have you spoken to him recently? There's nothing I can say about him at the minute. I'm sure in time we'll get some news. Final one, how's the podcast going with Heavy D? It's going really, really well. Tune in, log in, subscribe, Double D Podcast. Catch us this week again. Dean White, always a pleasure. Thanks for talking to Seconds Out. Once the opportunity arose for him to close the show, he did it in emphatic style. Delivery, it's Paul. Oscar Bevis, IFL TV, MTK Global. Charlie, it's a good performance from Sonny, isn't it? Masterclass. The kid is unbelievable. Do you know what I mean? Like, in that arena, he's that good that he brings the atmosphere down, if that makes sense. Like, on TV, 
you watch him and you're like, wow, that's special. But they don't appreciate it in the actual arena. They want to see someone getting hit back. So he just makes him miss. His movement's unbelievable. And I generally believe he's world level. He hurt his hand, and I believe he could have got that guy out of there. I was going to ask you that. He, he, he could have got sick, him out. Yeah. Sick for the quick round. Um, the plan was to get him get him late. He hurt his um, right hand in the sixth round, and um, and he just cruised, cruised through the points, win, and tied him up, moved around, and hit and not be hit. And that's he's the art of it. But very special, very special talent. And I'm just I'm I'm just proud of him, man. He's he's getting he's headlining his own shows now. He's getting all the exposure on uh, BT Sport, and um, he's making a real name for himself. And, and it's a proud moment to see him move the way he does and make it look so easy. It feels like Sonny hasn't had a bad performance for as long as I can remember now. No, he's, 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 he just goes from level to level to level. Like, I really do generally believe he is world level now and he will be chasing world honours very soon. Well, he's going to be ranked quite well now. He's got, oh, the yeah, he's got all the belts. Ranking belts. Or whatever, all the belts yeah. he's got. Um, so yeah, everything will fall into place nicely. We've got a great management team, MTK Global. We're actually both going out to the headquarters on Thursday and um, going to see it and um, I'm going to be discussing my next moves when we're going to get the rematch on. So you're not retiring then? <laughs> you're not retiring because of the team? No, 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 no. no. <laughs> I just got to make sure I get my head movement a bit better. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, you two going out there obviously discuss your future plans. Yeah. That's it, yeah. that's it. Like, it's, it's nice to be able to let my body, my mind rest. Like. I've been in back to back three world title fights in nine months. I've been pro five, six years now, and I've always been chase, 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 on to the next, on to the next. Even when I had two years of inactivity, I was still in the gym, sparring with Ryan Burnett, always keep bettering myself, bettering myself. And it's now, the weight was, it was hard to make, but I believe that's because I was in camp for over nine months. So it's time to let my body relax, let me chill out a little bit, let my mind refresh, and then um, we go again after Christmas and hopefully get on in uh, February or, or March. But I'll know more when I speak to um, the, main, the main men at um, MDK Global. One thing you ain't going to be able to do is top Sonny Shorts. He's the king of the shorts. You know, I'm not really arsed with it. <laughs> I'm just like to Susie. I'm like, you do your job. He comes up with all these mad fiends and uh, he's a creative guy. and. Um, He's setting trends because there's a lot of um, amateur fighters, a lot of other pro, pro fighters that do actually end up copying it shorts. One more thing, um, it was your mum's birthday yesterday. It Anyone was. who saw your Instagram story yeah. would have known that. Um, she's not here tonight. She's not here tonight no. only because... Obviously she'll be buzzing for you to yeah, only because get home and see it, them belts. Yeah, it was her, um, it was her birthday yesterday. And she's resting tonight because we're chucking a big like party for her, getting a singer down, getting all our old friends around her and um, chucking a real big party. So it, my sister thought it would be best to allow her to have a nice nice rest tonight. So she's ready um, ready for a big day tomorrow. And she's got the birthday present she wanted as well. Yeah, she's got all the birthday presents she wanted. Um, it's nice now that I've got a bit of time out of the ring. I haven't got to rush back for no fights. My, my brother's just fought. so. We can finally have a lovely family day where there's no one making weight. We can eat a bit of cake, eat a bit of cheesecake and and enjoy ourselves and really relax and switch off and live live and love life. Okay Charlie, is there anything else you'd like to add? I just want to say a massive thank you again to everyone. 
the support has been crazy. Like I haven't realised because I've been so caught up in going again, going again, back in the gym, like living, eat, sleep, train, repeat. I haven't really let it sink in. And now where I've decided now I'm not fighting till February or March. Um, it real really feels real and it really feels like it's sinking in. Like I'm being around London, walking around and people are like driving, stopping cars, tooting me, coming over, and it's crazy. Like how how much support I've, I'm getting off the fans. When you're just in the gym all the time and you're gym home, gym home, you don't really realize how much fans and support that you get. And um, that's why I'm doing what I'm doing because I get a lot of positivity flown around about me and um, people are really getting behind me, they're supporting me. My brother's getting a big support now as well. So we're in a fabulous place um, in life and I'm just so grateful for it all. I really am. Charlie Edwards, thanks for being on IFL TV. Sure, catch up with you soon. Once the opportunity arose for him to close the show, and he did it in emphatic style. Whatever he hits, falls. Once the opportunity arose for him to close the show, he did it in emphatic style. Whatever he hits, falls. Oscar Bevis for IFL TV in association with MTK Global. Sonny, you won every round on one of the judges' scorecards. Was it as easy as it looked? Um, for the, as far as the three Mexicans go, I think that was my easiest one in there. Um, I was on cruise control. I didn't really get out of first gear for the whole fight. And I think the seventh round, I caught him with a good right hand. And as you can see now, look, my, my knuckle went straight up swollen. So I sort of just stopped throwing it as much, just sort of palming it and going off my left hand. Because it, it did really hurt for that, that seventh, eighth round. But um, yeah, I finished quite strong. I thought I'd not, I'll mix it a little bit in with in the last round. I said, he's come a long way from Mexico, so I thought I'd stand there and have a little trade. <coughs> I can't just go 10 rounds dancing that round the outside of the ring. Your hand injury, is that sort of why, why I say injury, the, the soreness to your hand, was that sort of what stopped you from trying to get him out of eggs? I know that yeah, we had, we had a plan, we had a round, yeah, we had a round, I think you could see I was starting to turn the screw, I was holding my feet a little bit more, I was twitching off his jab and, and throwing a round over the top, that's what caught him with, but as soon as it hurt, I tried to like put the pressure on with it just on the left hand, but then I thought there's no point, you know what I mean, because um, instinctively I'm going to be throwing my right hand, so I thought I'd just take away the danger of me doing any more damage to it, it's just a bit swollen, and... It shouldn't put me out for any time at all. Um, and yeah, looking forward to hopefully getting another fight date sooner rather than later. Was there anything that he bought that you ain't really seen before? I know you said he's had quite a snappy jab for the first couple of rounds and then sort of stopped throwing it. Throwing it no, I was, I was surprised that he actually had a jab because the other two Mexicans didn't really throw one at all. He was doing them wide winging, just mainly planting for my body. Because obviously as I'm moving, a lot of lateral, he was doing the right thing. Um, but I feel like when I was landing clean, I was hurting him, but their Mexicans are tough as old boots and as soon as they get hurt, their reaction to go forward, forward, forward. And it kind of discourages you to want to sit there and keep throwing big shots because at the end of the day, if you're just going to keep fucking busting up your hand, then there's no point. Because you a lot of movement, a lot of skills. You said that you only, your feet only really bleed when you fight, not in sparring, when you're actually fighting because of the way and the speed that you're moving. <laughs> yeah, something like that. I don't know why. Um, this Every single fight I have, I seem to think of the same boots that are sparring, the same socks that are sparring. So. 
It must be because I'm moving that little bit faster, that little bit sharper, and I'm, um, you know what I mean? Staying out of range, don't stay out of trouble. And obviously, some more belts added to the collection as well? Yeah, um, two, not, two new belts. Um, I think you saw four there. I've got one more, I've got the IBF, the red one coming, another one to come. Because that was actually my one that I, I won today. So they owe me a belt. So I have five belts. Um, maybe I'll retire the WBO European, because that's, that's an old workhorse now. It's been, it's been carried out so many times. So I think I'll retire that one and just. It's getting discoloured. Yeah, it is. That's what I mean, I think they start discoloured. Obviously, you're in a good place with the WBO and the IBF now. Is that what you're going to be looking for, sort of, in world level fights? Yeah, anything. I just want to stay busy. I, st I still show every time that I've still got a lot to learn, a lot more strength to go into. Um, I feel like I showed a bit more there, you know, being that one step out. Every time he wanted to have a trade, I'd just move, hit him on the way in and just sort of stay out of trouble. When his head went down, making sure I kept it down, you know what I mean, no silly head clashes. Just taking away the risk, to be honest, and trying to be as entertaining as possible. Um, you know, I wish my hand didn't go in that seventh, eighth round, whatever it was, because then I always finish off and, and turn the screw, but... When I hurt one hand, I thought I'd just, you know, keep going, keep going on the jab and just be safe and, and bring the belt to Is it a good night for you? Anything else you'd like to add before I go? No, just, you know, a big thank you for the, the opportunity. Um, you know, BT, Frank Warren, MTK, my training team, everyone that's come down, come out and supported me. So I didn't give no tickets back this time, first time. So my support's building. I, I was asking for more, I didn't get them. So, yeah, I can't really complain. Um, that was my fifth fight in 11 months, in under 11 months. Um, fifth title fight, fifth 10 rounder. Um, yeah, I've got a holiday booked, you know, go out to Dubai and, and have a meeting with my management set up over there, me and Charlie, so that'd be good, that'd be nice, as well as, you know, plan out our, our next year or the end of this year and our, our next year. Just one more thing, actually, um, how comes it you're not the main event or you weren't sort of <coughs> top of the bill? Um, well, I was main event um, and I think what makes sense is between them two that are in the ring right now, they sold, what, three... 350 tickets. I had 100 tickets sold every single one of them against someone that didn't sell any. So, you know, put them on at the end. Makes sense to keep them well, it was always billed as me main event, them co headline anyway. Yeah. So I think there was always a chance. But um, I think it worked out for the best. Do you know what I mean? For me. And like I said in the press conference and the interviews before, for me, that was the headline anyway. You know, two British undefeated fighters fighting, putting all on the line for the British title, which is a great title one I want myself. And everyone in there knows them. Do you know what I mean? So it makes more sense that's going to be a more lively climax than me, you know. Dancing around the ring against a, a Mexican. Winning rounds. all ten rounds. Yeah, it's like, and I, I'm realist, and I said, I said, I said this, and even Zach Chelly and Cody Davies was a great fight, and Cracking I was fight, watching yeah. it before mine on on Jamie Sheldon's iPhone, and you know Zach started <laughs> well, and, and 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 Cody finished really, really strong, and was bullying them at the end. So yeah, it's been a great card, I think, because Shakan Peters and Dex Bellman looked like an absolute great fight as well. As well yeah. So what's that? Three good fights so far, and that sounds like a good fight. Sounds like a good fight. Yeah, I want to go and watch it, so I'm gonna leave you. <laughs> That's right. Sonny, it was famous speaking to IFL TV, and I'm sure we'll catch up with you soon. Yeah, thank you. Once the opportunity arose for him to close the show, he did it in emphatic style. Whatever he hits, falls. This is Jonathan Ag for Seconds Out. We're still here at York Hall. I'm joined by promoter Francis Warren. What a show tonight at York Hall. Real 50-50s. What do you make of it? I thought it was fantastic tonight. Um, you know, I think uh, we start with, for me, fight of the night was um, 
Shaquille and um, oh, sorry, Shaqan and uh, Deck. Sorry, getting on a bit. Uh, Shaq and Deck. Uh, I thought they, they produced a, a real classic, you know, domestic bust up. You know, just you know. Exactly what York was about. It was just brilliant. It was absolutely fantastic. The fans were fantastic. You know, coming down from Scarborough, from Birmingham. Um, no, there was it was as, as if they were two London-based fighters. Um, no, deck was busted up like you know, it was proper busted up. But by the end of it, but he was still trying to get Shaq out of there, and um, and and Shaq, I thought, boxed very well in the end. Really, yeah, and really, really I was really impressed with him actually. Really impressed. And um, also the main event tonight. Well, the. The, the last fight, sorry, um, Brad Foster and Lucian Reed. Bit bit controversial for you at the end, or the right decision? I thought it was a fantastic fight. You know, first and foremost, I think both guys deserve a lot of credit because they did produce a classic British and Commonwealth title fight. Um, Lucian, I thought, won it. I thought he won it by at least three rounds, um, and he should feel hard done by tonight. Not you know, not taking those belts home. I think Brad Foster will feel slightly fortunate that he, he did get he did get the draw uh, and the judges did see it that way um, you know Brad did you know he had he did have successful rounds Brad and um, and, I, and, I, and despite you know you could see he was finding it difficult to get to get into um, you know, to stop Lucian beating him to the sorry Lucian was beating him to the jab every single time and Brad did you know he did um, manage to adjust rounds sort of six seven eight um, and have some success you've got to give Brad credit for that but for me, Lucian won that fight tonight, and um, you know, hopefully, we will get it on again. And um, Cody Davis came through an early scare with the second round knockdown to win. Did you feel like he he um, rode the storm and came back and deserved he, the win? He had a tricky first five rounds, um, but yeah, that's exactly as you, as you put it. It's exactly right. He weathered the storm, um, and I thought he deserved a nod by a couple of rounds. Uh, I thought 97-92 was a bit harsh on Zach, but um, Cody he wore him down. Worked him out, and and, uh, and 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 did enough. And a shot of the British title awaits. That was British title eliminator. Is that the sort of fight you it's think he should eliminator. go? Eliminator. So you know we, we've got some decent like heavyweights in. Uh, obviously you've got Shakhans just one, Lynn and Arthur. Um, so you know that's the sort of company that these guys will be knocking about in next. And a very good win also for Harvey Horn tonight, extending his record. Um, just a brilliant building fight for him here at York. Yeah, Harvey have a title fight um, towards the end of the year. Uh, he's, you know, he's done his he's done his apprenticeship at, and uh, and, it, and he's ready for a title fight now. So it'll be you know, we'll be looking to get him a, a ranking title fight um, probably in November. And I thought um, Kevin Agiarko looked really good tonight as well, getting his uh, getting a stoppage win tonight. So you know, on the whole, very very successful card. And that's uh, so why I thank all the all the fans for coming from all over the country to make it what it was. It was, a, it was a great great night. And one man we have forgotten to speak about is Sonny Edwards. I mean, another excellent performance from him tonight. His brother told us that he's at world level. Would you agree with that? He's definitely knocking on the door for world titles. Um, but, you know, it's about making sure that we pick the right opportunity at the right time. Um, and then there is a, a clear clear, a clear path mapped out to defend those titles because you don't just want to be... Don't just want to be winning them and then being, you know, having, having, having ultra, ultra hard fights after that. You want to potentially be in the mandatory position, so you know you've, you've, you've cleared the path along the way. Um, but we'll see, we'll see where we go. Um, I think tonight I should enjoy what was, an, uh, what was a, another very good performance, um, and we'll uh, reassess Monday, Tuesday, and uh, have some news for you soon. Obviously, Tyson Fury in action tonight against Otto Varlin. What are you predicting for tonight? 
a spectacular performance, a spectacular ring entrance and performance. Listen, Otto, if he's not on his game, he's, Otto Wally's a big, big man that will, uh, you know, can cause problems. So we've got, to, he's, he's got to make sure that he's on, he's on, the, he's on the money tonight, and, he, and I'm sure he's, um, he's prepared thoroughly, and he's looking forward to it tonight. And he's, uh, you know, it's be difficult not to have one eye on the next step, but I think. Um, I think you'll see something pretty special again tonight. And just talk, talk to us about what shows you've got coming up. Obviously, Daniel Dubois is in action again in at the Royal Albert Hall in a couple of weeks' time. Just go through like a couple of months. What's going on with Queensbury Promotion? Well, the, we've got some announcements next week, next week for November, December. Um, so as 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 of today, we've got Dubois, uh, Daniel Dubois, um, fighting at the Albert Hall on the twenty seventh of April. Um, Nicola Adams on that undercard. Um, Plus, we've got Josh Warrington defending his world title um, against Sofiane Tachut Tachut in October. <laughs> on October the 12th. Um, Zelfa Barrett will be on there against Jordan McCorey. Lyndon Arthur will be challenging for the Commonwealth title, and Jack Bateson will be fighting for the English. So we've got, you know, some, some good couple of shows lined up. Um, and by the end of next week, we'll um, should have a full schedule for the rest of 2019 all mapped out for you. Well, Francis, we won't keep you any longer. Appreciate your time for seconds out, and. Uh, have a good night. that there won't be any songs sung tonight because uh, Dan, would you come up here? Dan, the trainer of, uh, of Tyson Fury and uh, explain the, the situation of, of, of Tyson. Yeah, Tyson's okay. As you all know, as he's shown plenty of times before that he's got a ton of heart um, and that's what he had to show tonight. Otto, a man that was, you know, fighting with the inspiration of his passing father, which I want to say he done the, done proud, that's for sure. But um, it was one of those fights Tyson had to, although we all know Tyson's uh, got the boxing ability and a skill set, but sometimes you have to be able to fight as well, and Tyson's shown that he's able to do that. Ben, over here, a question for you. Did you feel like Tyson's, right in the front, yeah. did you feel like Tyson's body work was a difference? I mean, it seemed like he was really going hard to the body, especially after the cut. It seemed like he got pissed off, and uh, I thought maybe slowed Otto's pace down a lot in the second half of the fight. Yeah, I mean, I've got to be honest. I had a, I, I had a feeling in the back of my mind that the fight was going to have to go that way. I knew that Otto could box. I knew that he had good pedigree, um, and I knew that he could make himself awkward. But I also knew that he didn't have the engine of Tyson, the size of Tyson, the heart of Tyson, the desire of him. And I knew that we had to have it in case he needed it because I had a feeling that he might need it. And uh, it turned out that he did, but luckily he had it in the locker. Over here. Uh, how much work, how much inside fighting did you work on during training camp? Yeah, we worked on quite a bit, you know, like I just said there, I had a feeling that uh, I knew that, I knew that, uh, obviously I didn't expect there to be a big cut in it to start that way, uh, but I expected Tyson to dominate at distance in the early rounds, then 
I had a feeling that Otto had to make a decision, which I didn't know whether he'd make. I didn't know if he'd look to try and close the gap up or if he'd look to keep it at long range. And if he kept it at long range as he slowed down, we worked on Tyson closing that distance and using his physical size um, to get the job done. It turned, didn't turn out exactly that way, but it turned out that Tyson needed it. And luckily enough, he had it. Ben, could you explain uh, to us basically the role that Jorge Capetillo has in the camp with you guys? Obviously, the last fight was the first uh, fight that he worked alongside with you in the corner. Could you explain the role that he has? Uh, today we saw him working on the cut, um, which he's not really known for. Could you kind of clarify that up, please? Yeah, Jorge's, uh, ever since we've been doing our finishing our training camps off over in Las Vegas, Jorge's looked after us, treated us well. Um, and he's been a uh, he's been a real help in the gym day in day out, and he's been an absolute pleasure to be around. He's an absolute gentleman, and you know, I've got to say that he's done a fantastic job on that. Um, you know, he got Tyson through from a cut in the third round, I think it happened, through to the twelfth. So, you know, I want to thank Jorge for that. I want to thank him for how he's treated us, how he's made us feel, um, and him just being an absolute gentleman. Like I said, he's helped us out in the gym. Um, he's been an absolute pleasure and a massive asset. At least I'm better looking than you now, eh? <laughs> Otto, over here to your right. To your right, um, what was the impact of the uh, Tyson's body work on you? And secondarily, uh, seemed like you were really making a habit of going after the cut, trying to you know work on it after after the punch had opened it up. Seemed like you were trying to maybe widen it. Uh, can you talk about those two things, please? Yeah, he was leaning on me a little bit on the ropes, and he gave me some good body shots, but I could take it. And you know, uh, with the cut, it was a good punch that opened it, and I tried to stay on it. And I wish I could have capitalized more on it. Any other questions? Right here, Chris. Otto, to your left over here. Can you give me a sense of what Tyson with that cut? Did, did you sense that it was bothering him, and how much was it bothering him? Yeah, it was bothering him some because he was. He, uh, the the blood was coming down. He was shaking his head to get the blood out and try to get it off. So I'm sure it was bothering him some. Expressing over here. Uh, just if you summarize how you feel about the game right now afterwards, what's what do you take with you from this fight? Uh, you know, I I did everything I could. I left it all in the ring and. Uh, unfortunately, it wasn't enough, and Tyson is a great champion, and he deserved your win. I think it was in the fifth round the doctor looked at the cut, and then he really came out with, it seemed like, a sense of urgency. Did you notice that, too, that he was really trying to step on the gas at that point? <clears throat> yeah, yeah, I felt he was trying, and I just wanted to keep going and hit the cut more and, you know, try to break him down, and, yeah. Otto, the, uh, he's such a big man, and he was leaning on you, and uh, that, a lot of that 
looks looked as if it wore you wore you down, took some of the strength away from you. Did you feel that as the fight went on, his strength? Uh, a little bit. It was a you know it was a lot of things. He did a lot of things good in there, and he's a big guy. You know it wasn't easy to get to him, and <clears throat> yeah, you know he's a great champion. And I got a lot of respect for him. Otto, Philippine News Today here. Um, were you expecting him to be fighting on the inside and be seriously physical with you in this fight? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, thought, I thought that he was going to come out faster and trying to stay on me, but he didn't. And I wasn't surprised that he was trying to fight on the inside. And we were ready for that. And I felt that he hit me with some good shots there, and I hit him with some good shots there. And guys, a lot of credit to Jordan Gamashville. Yeah. 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 Big thank you for Joey. Without him, I wouldn't be here. So. I have everything to thank Joey for, and we had a great game plan, like Dimitri said, and and yeah, you know, Joey and me have been together for a long time now, and we got to kind of keep going. and We come back better. And thanks to the meet for making this happen too. And these guys. Out right here, um, Adriana Jimenez with Fino Boxing. How do you feel about the judge's decision? Do you feel that you won the fight? Do you feel you got robbed? I think I think he used his experience to steal some rounds. Uh, I wish I, I know there were some close rounds and. Usually they give that to the champion, and I wish I could have stayed on in a little more to steal those rounds like he did. But you know, it was a it was a fair decision. Any more questions? J just one other one for Otto. Uh, in the eleventh round, at the end, how bad were you? It seemed like uh, he hit you with a body shot, and you kind of doubled over. Were you? Was that a, uh, his best shot that he hit you with at that point? <laughs> I can't even remember. He was he was a good shot, but you know I kept fighting and kept trying. You see how Dimitri knows how to spin. But but it's true. I mean, I came back. I did, I tried. So, Frank Warren, what do you expect? <laughs> <laughs> but, but, I'll tell you, it'd be, it'd be a great fight for John Ruiz. <laughs> it'd be a great fight. Yeah, Andy. Yeah. That's Andy really is. Yeah. But what happened tonight is that we have a new heavyweight, a new top heavyweight in the division, and uh, Otto did a great job, I think, better than everyone gave him credit for. He showed that he had the skills to win. He, has, he showed a great chin. Showed heart, showed determination, showed a great corner in Joey Gamach that built a fantastic fight plan from the beginning to end when Tyson was aggressive, when he wasn't aggressive. I mean, Otto really was prepared mentally and physically uh, to, to deal with everything that Tyson had to offer. And even the, the stuff that Tyson did on the inside, I know because I've seen them work together. And we, this was really a tremendous game plan for, for both of them. And Otto has never really fought on this level and never really been in the spotlight of this magnitude. So I want to thank Mr. Aram and Top Rank and uh, Frank Warren and Team Fury. But Otto did an amazing job and he is, should be recognized as one of the top heavyweights in the world.
and, and one thing, uh, you have to say about Dan and, and the Tyson Fury camp, they never underestimated Otto Wallace. They don't listen to what Eddie Hearn says, right? <laughs> they know Eddie Hearn doesn't know shit about boxing, but they knew Otto Wallen was a good fighter and would give it his all, which he did. And if they hadn't have prepared that way, there would have been another winner tonight. And those that paid attention to the fight, from a technical point of view, when Tyson in the second round went into the ropes and tried to show off and do the rope a dope, Otto Wallen went to the body. When he went to the body, Tyson dropped a little bit, and that's when Otto Wallen hit him with the shot that caused the big cut. So that was. You're a promoter, you don't get technical. If you want to get technical, give the microphone to Joey Gamache. Joey, he's speaking the truth. <laughs> Dimitri's speaking the truth. Talk to him, baby. <laughs> All right. Hey, Dan, one question for you. Yeah. Is there any concern about the, the cut, how soon Tyson will be able to be back? He's going to fight in February. Do you think from what you saw, I know he's at the hospital, but from what you saw, would that be any concern of allowing him to fight in February? Um, I know boxing, and I know boxing very well, but... I'm not a uh, surgeon, I couldn't comment on that, um, so we'll have to see, Tyson's on his way to get it all sorted out now, um, so we'll have to see what, uh, what advice he's given there. Yeah, he's got it's, five months. it's September, it's September, so even if you give it two months to heal and don't spar, plenty of time to get ready for February. Now that's, it's not, luckily, Luckily, it kills Frank's plan. Frank wanted to give him another fight <laughs> in this effort. But, he, but the Dodson spoke to the doctor and he said, as much as it's a bad cut. Sorry. We spoke, the doctor said it here, the, uh, he said as much as it was a, a very, very bad cut, but it was a clean cut, so it doesn't need microsurgery inside and whatever, and he said it'll stitch well, so fingers crossed it'll be right. All right, if that does it, I want to thank everybody. I want to thank uh, MGM. This is the uh, first fight that Top Rank has done in this T-Mobile arena. It's absolutely great. You know, as great as MGM Grand is that we're used to, this is fantastic as well. So at least we got two great arenas now for big fights. Uh, just get get. Just get ready for our great fall schedule, October 18th, maybe one of the fights of the year uh, for the Unified uh, heavy, Light Heavyweight Championship, Votsik and uh, Bedebiov. Uh Then we go to uh, a great featherweight championship with our own Shakur Stevenson against Joet Gonzalez. Uh, then we go to uh, uh, the... Uh, California, uh, Carson, California, and we have uh, uh, a really uh, terrific uh, uh, match there, which, which is, I forget, what? What is it? What? Oh, Bershelt, yeah, Bershelt and Sosa, Mexican against Puerto Rican, great, great uh, championship fight, and finally the Fighting Marine gets to do his first title defense uh, on the eve of uh, both Marine Day and uh, Veterans Day. Hoorah! So, uh, so it's a great, great schedule. Uh, boxing uh, really uh, is alive and well in this country. And I uh, 
want to thank everybody for making it possible tonight. Thank you very much.